You're listening to Lone Star 360, your weekly update for sports in the Lone Star State. Yo, 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 yo. Man, what is going on, everybody? We are back another week to get started with another show of Lone Star 360. Y'all, how, how's my Ryan Jackson impression? I mean, I got the yo, yo, yo down, but I mean, what do y'all think? That, that was horrible. That was horrible. Hey, was horrible. hey, hey, listen, I'm, I'm the host. I'm the captain now. Um, we're switching things up this week, kind of give you guys a little bit different vibe, I guess you might say. But uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming this week. Uh, got lots of topics that, you know, crazy stuff went down this week. So stay tuned. We're going to get started. But on this day, as you know, we've got a very special holiday coming up. February, what is it, 14th? That might be a big one for these guys because they've got girlfriends. But you know me, I'm I'm chilling. I don't have to buy anything. I don't got to. I don't got to take any girl out to dinner. I'm just enjoying some tacos here. Actually, right now, actually, I'm eating some tacos, some refried beans. I'm living life. But, you know, I understand. Are are you guys taking your girls out to dinner on that day? Be honest. Yo, uh, so I can't say anything right now because somebody is here right now. So I can't ruin the surprise. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Love to hear that, Ryan. How about you, Zach? Uh, uh, she already knows. Uh, we're going to go out to dinner Saturday and then, uh, just kind of do our own thing then. And then Sunday, Super Bowl day. So we just kind of, kind of doing Valentine's Day yeah. a little bit earlier. So we'll see. Uh, but it should be fun. So. It should be fun. You guys hear the vagueness in, in their answers. I mean, that must mean they've got something awesome planned, something something crazy up their sleeves. So we're, we'll we'll check back in with them next week, see see what they did. I'm sure, uh, you know, that's, that's very disclosed information. They don't want to share that right now. But uh, while we're on the topic, um, there's a lot of love for, you know, our, our partners, our spouses, whatever. But tell me, I want to hear from you guys. Um, for for those that aren't in a relationship, tell me about what what's a player growing up that you just were so infatuated with? It doesn't have to be a guy. It doesn't have to be a. I mean, it could be a guy or a girl. Either way, but let me know which player you know. Did you really? Do you have a lot of love in your heart for Zach? I know. I already know what you're going to say. Go ahead. It's tough for me to say, but. You know, it's my boy Dirk. As anybody knows, or anybody that grew up with me knows me, that Dirk is my number one idol. He is like my favorite player, no matter what. He is like, I looked up to him growing up. Like, I love him more than, like, man, he is the best freaking European player to ever strap on sneakers. And he just, like, he inspired me to play basketball. So, like, just. And he's German, like me, so 
it like it fit. So for me, Dirk has a very special place in my heart in the sports world. So um yeah. His birthday's coming up June 18th. So y'all get your popcorn ready. We're gonna be partying on June 18th. So Brian, <laughs> who is, I'm I'm assuming it's Anthony Davis, but we'll we'll hear we'll hear about it shortly. Could be Devin Harris, right? Maybe so. <laughs> Y'all, you know she's what? Y'all are cool. Oh, no, you, she's not even an athlete. Okay. Well, Number he's an one. athlete in the right. in the sports debating world. So, you know, whenever I think about you know people I've admired, you know, growing up, um, my first like who really got really got me interested in sports, I think of course Michael Jordan, the goat. Uh, I think of Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Mamba. Um, think of Anthony Davis. Um, think of Anthony Davis, you know, not really doing what I wish he would do, but, you know, he's continuing to, you know, live down that that threat. Um, I think of Lisa Leslie. You know, if we want to go into WNBA and she changed the game completely. And then my first crush, like athlete crush, you know, um, I got a chance to meet her actually when I was going to UTA, Skylar Diggins. I think her last name is like Smith now. Uh, but, yeah, man, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. And, man, she, she could play too. So that's what's up right there. What about you, McCookie? Oh yeah, well, cool, cool to hear from you guys. But uh, my, I think my favorite athlete growing up was definitely, uh, I mean, Dirk, of course. But since you already took that answer, I, I'm gonna say Tony Romo actually, because, um, I mean, through the years, obviously, say what you want about Tony Romo, he had a lot of ups and downs. Like you, you could say he's a choke job, but um, from day one, I just admired his leadership qualities and just the way way he carried himself was um definitely uh very inspiring to see as a as a kid and and to kind of grow up with him um as the Cowboys quarterback for years like I mean there's definitely a special place in my heart place in my heart for him and all that he did I just do regret that he never was able to come out of out of the playoffs with a, a Super Bowl, obviously. I, but I, I think a lot of that is because of the the, the, the lack of talent, you could say. Um, you know, he did have a great offensive line a couple of years, but, you know, that that's another discussion. I, I just definitely love everything that Tony stood for. And I uh, love hearing him commentate on all of the, the, the primetime matchups in the NFL, so... Tony's my guy for sure. Uh, but anyways, fun to hear you guys, your perspective about players that you love growing up. Um, but we'll get on to it. Um, this week was really crazy. Who, Guys, who's got the weekly recap this week? Yeah, I got you right here, my guy. Uh, dude, you're right, man. Uh, this week was crazy. Today was crazy, man. The news everywhere is wild and we got a lot to talk about here uh but number one something i've been that's been on my heart for a little bit 
what happened to the Spurs? Like, are they like is is time keeping them away from what they used to be? Because, dude, y'all remember when we were growing up? Man, they were crazy. They were ridiculous. Their play style was ridiculous. They knew how to play off ball. You know, they they were kind of the – I don't look at them like the Warriors, but their metrics were like the Warriors in a way, you know, where they played off ball. Somebody was always running, cutting, and everything like that. So, uh, Zach, what do you think about the um, the Spurs? What's going on with them, man? Um, I think – a lot of these teams, these really good teams now, the Warriors. Um, you gotta, you gotta realize, the Warriors really started to. Well, I'll take that back. The Spurs started this whole moving without the ball, you know, kind of team-oriented basketball in this era. The Warriors just perfected it with a three-point shot, and you gotta remember, Steve Kerr was played for the Spurs for a little bit. And he's he was around Greg Popovich in the beginning of his career. People forget yeah, he that. won a title with him, right? Didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And so with that, he carried a lot of that over. And when you have players like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, that style kind of it it molded into what it is today. And that's why you have big men shooting threes. That's why you have all this craziness. So the Spurs really kind of started this whole thing, but the Spurs. The, Ultimately, the Spurs never changed their ways. Like they, they never developed three-point shooters the way that the rest of the league is doing. They're not they're 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 sticking to the early two thousands, you know, late two thousands style of play, and it's costing them. And I think, you know, they have good players. Dejounte Murray is a great player. You know, he's an all-star now, thanks to a couple of, you know, thanks to him getting in by some injuries. But they don't have anybody that's, they're, they're just, they're too far gone, I think. I think Popovich is in over his head. I think he's just, it's time for him to go. Because I think they got to they gotta have a fresh voice and maybe bring something different to the table and try to try to adapt to this this new NBA that's, coming to surface so hopefully they'll get back on track because it's weird not seeing the spurs right there at the top mccookie you want to you have any comments on that man i mean not a whole lot i i definitely when i think about the san antonio spurs they've always been a team with great fundamentals You, you think about tim duncan um guys like that um they all just play with the most sound fundamental. They they play good basketball. It's not chunking up a lot of threes. They 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 play the the game the way it's really intended to play uh, to be played. I think. And you have like players like Curry that came in, kind of made it into a cheat code kind of thing where you know we we've we've got three pointers going on now. And I think. With the Spurs, they really haven't kind of found that um, update. Like, like they really need to update the system. Like, you talk about my iPhone. I up, I update my iPhone like every I don't know six months. 
they haven't updated in six years. <laughs> but honestly, um, I, I've always loved Greg Popovich. I think he just needs to like really uh, be open to change. And as a coach, you have to be willing to play to your strengths. You can't, you can't really be so stubborn as as he is at times. I think he's a great coach. Don't take any way, anything away from him. But we saw with Carlisle, like last last season, I think just having a more young mindset is something that the league needs right now to be successful. So um, we'll see. I think they do have a lot of young players, but um, we'll see if they can pull it all together. I, I, it's it's a bit too easy without the Spurs being in the mix. So. Yeah, dude, like kind of like what you were saying, man. That was just kind of on my heart, man, just to talk about it because, you know, we're so used to having the conversations about the Spurs, you know, and okay, what's that's a pretty big matchup like with anybody. They've always created great rivalries and everything. Uh, moving forward, though, dude, um, this is just something I just wanted to just kind of shout out. I'm not really a big tennis fan, but um, the UT women's tennis team, um, they are they've been doing pretty good right now. Um, they've been pretty doing pretty good for the last couple of years, and they're back in the top ten spot. And they have a round tomorrow, so um, I know Zach is not a really big UT fan. Um, so you know, uh, hopefully they can do good just to shut people like him up. You know, just to shut him <laughs> up and say, you know what, it doesn't matter if you don't like the color orange. Or whatever you have against UT, they're pretty. They're a pretty decent school. I think Jalen could, mm-hmm. you know, would agree with me on that one too. Um, oh. <laughs> I hope she hears that too. Um, Got him there. <laughs> number three, though. But speaking of Zach, man, we were talking earlier, right? And uh, you gave you actually had a good point, and something I really never thought about, man. Just about Vanderbilt University. Um, and um, and they're uh, making more money with um, more money in revenue than Texas and OU do. Like, give me a little background on that. Um, so Vanderbilt Sports. Um, as I looked into it, Vanderbilt Sports their revenue um, for totals for twenty twenty one. They overall surpassed Texas and OU in revenue which to me sounds like it doesn't even sound real but you know um ryan i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw something at you and you know you you threw jabs at me about texas and all that i'm like isn't texas supposed to be the best school in the country and they're the best school in texas but they can't even out out revenue freaking vanderbilt Football, Vanderbilt baseball, Vanderbilt basketball. Like, come on now. And you know what's funny, Ryan, is that Texas is coming to the SEC. And guess what? The reason why is because they want to play with the big boys, buddy. They want to play with the big boys because A&M has been sitting here for for over a decade now. You know, they want to play with the big boys, buddy. So, you know, nothing against Texas. I You know, I don't like them. You know, my fiance, you know, she went Texas with her with with a passion. Nothing, but look, nothing against Texas. I, is, I don't like them. All I all I got to say is is that 
A&M is the premier school right now in terms of sports. It just it is what it is. We you know, in Texas, come on. You know it's true. Everybody knows it's true. Okay. Okay. All right. Zach Rant is coming up later. But right now, dude, um another topic from a from people who are who at one time lived right up the street from us, man. Um the Mahomes family. Um, of course, this past weekend the Pro Bowl was going on in Las Vegas. And I don't know if you guys saw the video or not, but Jackson Mahomes was uh he was dancing and doing all the TikToks and everything like that. And you know, he goes up and there's this girl, she just wants to take a picture with him and everything. And then somebody yells out and says, Oh, it's her birthday, it's her birthday. And this dude, like Jackson, comes up and grabs her and tries to kiss her. Now, the girl, he didn't get a kiss out of her. He didn't do it. But, uh, you know, she kind of laughed it away, and she kind of just kind of like, <laughs> Now, the point I'm trying to make is, and we talked about this a little bit before, uh, but what's going on, like, even after the Super Bowl? I'm not after the Super Bowl. Even after the Chiefs are out the playoffs, they're not going to the Super Bowl or anything like that. Like, is Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Matthews messing up his legacy, Patrick's legacy? David, your thoughts. I mean, y'all, that was weird. Did you guys hear the the scratch in my voice for a second? I sounded like Kermit. I sounded like uh, – like Patrick for like, a second there. He's not Patrick himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had some food in my throat. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, Jackson has definitely made his case for one of the most annoying, you know, like annoying people. Like you, you think about people that shouldn't be celebrities. Jackson Mahomes should not be a celebrity. Like, what has he done to to deserve that spotlight? I mean, um. So that's there's that, and then Brittany, of course, with the champagne and all that, is kind of a mess. Um, I don't, I don't, I try not to follow all that stuff too much, but in my personal opinion, uh, Patrick Mahomes' legacy is his legacy. Like you talk about Tom Brady um, with you know cheating, whatever scandals. Like he, regardless of whatever happened, you know he he had seven. Was it seven? Six rings? Seven. Seven rings. Like, for a guy to do that, you know, it, it takes a little more than cheating. Um, but also, I think when talking about Patrick, when has he ever made a comment that didn't uh, reflect, you know, purity, reflect, uh, like, integrity as, a per- as him- himself as a person? I think... I don't know what he said. I think he made a comment recently about um, maybe his wife and Jackson. I can't remember if he commented on the situation, but in my in my uh, personal opinion, I think he's always held true to himself, um, and I can respect that. But it, it's just not a good look on on his his uh, family's part. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, Zachary, what do you think, bro? Um. Personally, I love Pat. He's a good player. You know, he's he's made a name for himself, obviously. Um, 
you know, his, his four years in the league, he's made the conference championship all four years. I mean, that's, that's incredible, but you know, ultimately I think Jackson and Brittany need to take a step back because they are, yes, they're, you know, Jackson is his brother and that's his fiance, soon to be wife, whatever. I don't know if they're married yet. I don't know, but whatever it is, it, it's just to me, they're riding on Patrick Mahomes fame and, and it just doesn't make him look good at all because I feel like it's a big distraction for him. I think, you know, before like his first year or two, it was fine. Cause they won the super bowl. They, he, they weren't so arrogant yet, but I think after they won that super bowl, it just turned into a bad ordeal. I think, the the cockiness the 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 money got to their head and you know look we can sit here and and debate it for hours and stuff but you know ultimately i think that really affected a lot of him because you got to think about it a lot of people were cheering against him in that that game because of because of what she did and what jackson you know how he's acting you know it it it's not a good, it's not a good look. You know, the face of the league now is having that on his, on his mind. I, I think, I think it truly affects him, you know, whether he'll admit it or not, it does affect him. I, I think it does because that's a representation of him. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll tone it back tone it back next year, but right now I, I just don't, I, I think it does put a, put a stain on him because you know, your family is a reputation representation of you ultimately. And, you know, but I think Patrick has done a really good job with make, you know, defining the odds and actually, you know, I'm going to make my name for myself. And that's what you got to do with stuff like that. And, you know, we all have our, you know, different sets of family issues, but ultimately, you know, it's what you make out of it. But I think it does affect Pat ultimately because he gets right there close to the Super Bowl and they and they lose. Yeah. And I think that with her and Jackson, you know, showing out with his money, that's what really gives a sour taste in people's mouths. So yeah. that's my two yeah, cents. Dude. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Um, last thing just from the weekly recap, I we want to try something different, okay? Uh, we want to go ahead and kind of grade um, the three basketball teams in Texas this year. It's a midseason. We're in the middle of the season, everything like that. We want to grade them. So I'm going to start with um, David real quick. Give me a grade and give me your comments about uh, the Houston Rockets. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Rockets, um, we start with them because I think they've – really struggled the most this season. Um, looking at their their record, they're 15 and 39, uh, one of the worst in the league, um, which is tough. I mean, certainly like a lot to be desired as far as, um, you know, uh, performance and, and outcomes of games. But at the same time, I think there is a lot to be 
Um, I, I think there's still a lot of potential. You know, they've got Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, uh, guys like Camwood even. Um, lots of good young pieces, but at the end of the day, um, it just hasn't really gelled. So I'm hoping that they can um, kind of recover. Ever since they traded Harden away, it's just been rough. But for now, I'm going to give them a, a generous E+. Plus. I mean, that's, that's an odd grade to give, but E+. Plus. E+. Plus? That's right. Never heard of that. Never heard of that. But E+. Plus. For the Rockets goes David. Uh, Zach, your thoughts, Rockets? I'm gonna say um, short letter, short version. Um, a big fat F minus. Um, they are the epitome of a trash franchise. Um, so um, you have a you have a guy by the name of Jalen Green, your 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 prized possession that they so call, ordering a grill on the sideline. Are you kidding me? This is this is the NBA that we live in today. So, I'm sorry. The Rockets really screwed the pooch. Yeah, they got Dennis Schroeder today, but sorry. But they're, they're in for a long world of, I mean, years of crap basketball. Sorry. Hate to break it to you, but that's my that's all I got to say about that. Zach, what are, what are you talking about with the grills? Can you update us? Um, so there was a fan behind the bench, um, in their previous game, I think maybe like one or two games ago, um, that he, he gave his phone to, 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 uh, not Kevin Porter, but, uh, Jalen Green. And he told him, here's my credit card information. Can you order this grill for me? Literally on this dude's phone. Wow. So. Unbelievable. During not 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 after the game, not before the game, during the game, guys, unreal. But it just it just you know these young guys now. It's it. I, I don't think they care about the game of basketball anymore. I think it's just a who's got the most money now. Yeah, but a solid F minus for the Houston Rockets. F minus Zach. So we got E, uh, a solid E from David. We have an F minus for Zach. I'm going to go in the middle of you guys. I'm going to give them an F. Uh, man, they, they, they're not doing so hot this year. Uh, yeah, um, Zach, you kind of answered. You kind of even clarified it with me with some grills. I mean, dude, Rockets, the last time I'm piggyback off of you, David, Last time Rockets were relevant was James Harden, Chris Paul era a couple years ago. So, you know, I mean, they're not contenders to me. and They're not doing so hot. Yeah, they got young players, but they need to be getting established really quickly because, you know, yeah, they're not doing so hot. Um, on to the next team we have uh, San Antonio Spurs. Now, we just talked about this a little bit ago, uh, but Zach, go ahead and give me your grade. Uh, I'll give them a C plus. Um, they're still in the in the in the hunt to get in the the play in tournament. They're just not the same Spurs that we're accustomed to to seeing, but they are 
right there. And uh, they're just a really young team. And I think I think they'll get it going maybe here in the next couple of years with some things, you know, kind of drop their way. I think they'll be back, you know, not – I don't think championship level, but I think they'll be a top six, top seven team in the West. But right now I'd give them a C-plus. They're just hanging on by a thread really. Um, but uh, what I mean, I didn't really expect them to do much this year, but for them to be in this in the play-in conversation, I I'll give them a C C plus. All right, C plus from Zach with the Spurs. McCook, what do you think? Yeah, um, I mean the Spurs have underperformed, but at the same time, I think they're a team you can't sleep on because I think they do have the potential to beat anybody. Um, and, and new the the big news today is that the Celtics actually made a big time trade. Uh, they they moved Josh Richardson uh, and a first round pick to the San Antonio Spurs for Derek White, definitely a young talented player. I've got him on my fantasy team, which I'm kind of unhappy about. You know, there's a, there's going to be that down period where I won't get to use him, so I. I I'm going to miss Derek White for the next few games. I mean, that's kind of the least of the San Antonio Spurs problems. But, um, you know, they're, they're a young team. I think they can kind of gather gather these picks that they've got uh, through this trade, and hopefully they can kind of make a run of this thing. I think Josh Richardson, he, he played in Dallas, obviously, for last season. Um, he, he could be a, a, a good fit for them. I think he, he's a good three and D option. Um, so, you know, they might be sneaky and make their way into the playoffs. So I'm excited to see what happens for them. So I'm going to give them a C plus. Yeah. Hey, C plus David. Zach said C plus, right? Right. Zach. All right, C plus David, C plus Zach. I'm going to give him Spurs. Go ahead and give him a C. Not a plus, but just a C. Um, I just expect more from the Spurs. I don't even, you know, we even with Pop, man, like I just expect more. And honestly, they're barely passing because I just got heart for them. But, I mean, if, next year about this time, if they're continuing to do what they got to do and continue what they're doing right now, it's not going to be a C um, because I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, the longer pop goes and everything like that, I feel like he, he knows what he's doing, but I mean, he just needs to get more. He needs, something's going to have to happen with the coaching staff. I'm not saying fire him for being a head coach or letting him go or whatever, but somebody in that coaching staff needs to be a little bit, you know, up to date on basketball. And um, that's just what I think. Uh, but anyway, Last but not least, we have the Dallas Mavericks. Now, this is a topic that's going to be coming up shortly. Uh, but McCook, just give me from from yesterday and before, not today, but yesterday and before, Mavericks. Yeah, we're we're not going to talk about today just yet. I I am. Well, we'll save this. We'll, we'll save my feelings about this for later. But right. <laughs> If you had asked me yesterday what I give the Mavericks uh, as far as a grade, I would say a B minus. You know, they've they've had a a season kind of with ups and downs. 
not as bad as last season. You know, last season they had the COVID outbreak and, and whatnot. A lot of players having to sit out. But this year, um, you know, they've been resilient to say the least. I think uh, with Luca and KP sitting out, um, I'm not, I'm not going to talk more about that second name right now, but um, I do like what they've done defensively, which definitely garnishes a B, a B minus at the very least. But offensively, there's a lot to be desired. I think if they start hitting threes down the stretch, they'll, they'll be in a good spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a team that we had expectations, I would say, for at least a B plus at this point in the season. Um, but in my, in my, uh, in retrospect, like I am grateful we are at this point, you know, we're not, we're in the playoffs as it is now. And, and that's, that's something to be, uh, thankful for. So B minus for me. All right. B minus David Zachary. If I would have asked you this yesterday, uh, what would you give me? A straight up A. Okay, straight up A. Why is that? Well, number one, we played outstanding defense, which is a sight for sore eyes because we have not had a good defensive team since the championship year. So that is a sight for sore eyes for many of us. Um, Number two, just the way we're playing um, with who we have on the floor, couldn't be happier. Um, we've had we've made mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Um, we should have closed out a couple of games. Um, that that stretch we lost to the Magic and the Thunder, just inexplicable. Like we sh- we should have never done that. But I think ultimately we've taken care of our business. Luca is getting healthy. He's he's on a tear. Um, I think ultimately just the 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 chemistry of this team has just been un unreal. Um, and I think there's big things in store for this team. Um, I know, I know Mavericks fans are really impatient. Like I am too, but I think if we continue to, to ride this wave and just keep going, this team, this team will be like the early two thousands, you know, with Jerry Stackhouse, you know, with Steve Nash, with, with Josh Howard, you know, the list, Eric Dampier, the list goes on those teams where you knew we were going to be a top three, top four team. And we were right there competing for championships again. And I think we're right there. But um, like I said, uh, a for me, but after today, um, okay. I'm no, going to, no. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on that. Yeah. So yeah, just wait, just wait. Uh, so I got a from Zach. I got a B plus from David. I'm gonna go ahead and give them a C plus. Um, the reason why I say this is because yo, they've had a like both of you guys have said, pretty good year. But everything that I've always said about the Mavericks is the reason why today happened. So basically, everything led up to today. The inconsistency, you know, having a good four or five game stretch of wins and then somebody goes down for COVID or somebody gets injured and they don't know how to pick back up off of that player. 
So that's why today happened. Even not even just this season, even going with last season, but now just talking about from yesterday and to the and from to the beginning of the season this year, I give them a C plus. That's just how it is. That's how it is. Uh, but no, without further ado, we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Um, but anyway, Zach. So, guys, we have a segment called Zach's Rants, and in this segment, uh, Zach likes to talk. All right. If you don't know, Zach is a talker. He loves talking, um, especially about sports. This is what this man likes to do. Uh, so Zach gets two minutes to answer one question. I got uh, two questions for him. And Zach, are you ready? Just give me a thumbs up, dog. Good. I got two thumbs up. All right. So first question is... If you were Jerry Jones, what would you do right now before the start of the next football season coming up? Fire Too Mike many- McCarthy, hire Sean Payton, um, get rid of Dak, and get Joe Burrow. Wow. End of story. Oh, Oh, are we hey. done? Because that, that's all I needed to hear. Wait, bro, you got another minute and 30 seconds. Let's go. I am done with Jerry Jones. He needs to sit his oatmeal butt in his freaking yacht and eat freaking oatmeal the rest of his God forsaken life and stop ruining my cowboys. Stop. I'm done. Oof. Okay. And Dak... You freaking overpaid idiot can't freaking throw any freaking ball within within a freaking hair straight. I don't even know. He can't even freaking throw anything right. He can't manage a game. He is okay. he drives me nuts. Okay? And that's it. So, okay. Joe Burrow, if you're listening to this, please God come to Dallas because just send ship Dak to Cleveland or something. This guy, I love Dak to death, but good Lord, y'all. Come on. Ten, Do better. Seven, six, four, three, two, one. Boom. All right. So go back to your hole. Yeah. All right. Now hey. you got to come back out of your hole for this last question. All right, dude. I feel like this is going to be a very difficult question. All right, Zach, are you ready? Yeah. Thumbs. Okay. How is life? How is life? Yes. How is life? Zach, you have many things coming up um, coming up this year. You're, you're getting married and everything like that, dude. Like, you have a busy schedule. Like, you are a busy man. How's life, dude? Um. It's going, man. It's it's stressful. You know, wedding planning a wedding is very, very stressful. Let's just say that. Um it it's it's not easy. Like it, you know, people oh it's let's get married, you know, yeah, it's great. But it is a lot of work and it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of financial stress. It's a lot of you know, you gotta be on top of your your, your stuff. And, you know, it's a big step in your life and you know me and Jalen are very uh, 
you know, we're, we're ready to take that step. So, you know, just us working together and doing, doing that together, you know, it, it's really, it's really, it's really fun to see the growth that we have in our relationship and just kind of growing up and, you know, but, uh, but yeah, life is good, man. I can't complain. Um, you know, I have a good job, got a great fiance, like can't really complain. Got great friends around me. So can't really complain. You know, you guys, everybody in my, in my life, man, can't, can't thank you guys enough. So life is good. Three, two, one, zero. Good, dude. Good, man. Hey, um, just wanted to just, you know, just talk to you for a little bit, man. Like we, we care about you, dude. And you know, you, you still went on a rant, you know, but man, like, Hey, I'm glad life is good for you, man. Um, but yo, let's talk about it. Like the big news that's been going on all freaking day. Now, um, what's going on with the Mavericks, Zach? Just tell me just a snippet of what's been going on. Um, so basically Christoph Porzingis got traded five minutes before the deadline to Washington for, you guessed it, Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Portons. Yay! We love it here in Dallas. And you know what? I'm actually not I, I'm not upset at the Mavericks because it is it I, I come to expect this stupidity. So it is what it is. But I am glad we got rid of Porzingis because we needed to get rid of him. Um but the simple fact is we didn't get anything in return. We got, you guessed it, Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. Anybody, anybody, anybody excited about that? I, I, I hear crickets because yeah, don't, don't hear anything. David, just, just take this mic away from me before I go deeper into, we need Joe Burrow on the Mavs. Oh God. You and Joe Burrow, man. I, I mean, okay, he, he's a good, he, he's he's awesome. I'll give you that. But the Mavericks, dude, um, kind of broke my heart today. I mean, it, you, you know that. I think we all know that this KP thing was never really working with him and Luca. Um, for me, I was a KP homebody. Like I, from day one, I just wanted it to really succeed. I, I think. Um, we had seen flashes of it every year, but it, it never materialized to the point where it was like, okay, we've got three, four games in a row where KP and Luca were combining for, you know, 50 points or, or something like that. We never had that stretch of games that uh, really made us feel confident about that. Um, so, so in that regards, you know, um, it was time. I think it was overdue even. We should have got rid of him, if anything, before this season when when things were not going well. Uh, but what hurts me the most is that things had started to be better, I think, between KP and Luca, They started to get a little bit of chemistry going. We, we've had our hot streak this year. In the past 15 games, we've only lost like three or four, which is fantastic. I mean uh, – but at the same time, like he, his, his, um, his kind of injury struggles and, and just being out so much just kind of makes it not even worth it. 
Um, so, you know, it, it was time. But to, to kind of move on a little bit, I, I don't want to move on, but the bright side is uh, we've got a couple good things going on. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith signed a, a longer-term deal today, which is fantastic. I think he's a great defender, just what we need as he's stepping into his stride. And then second, uh, we're expected to sign uh, Goran Dragic. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I mean, Luca and him have been great friends throughout their careers in, in, in the NBA. So we'll see what happens there. Um, that, it's just tough to put into words. I think KP was starting to be happy in Dallas. And to see that just kind of disappear for him and uh, fall apart in a, in a pretty meaningless trade uh for guys that aren't of great value i mean they're they'll be okay but uh kind of hurt me but what do you what do you have to say about it ryan yeah dude um man when i got the when i got the news on my phone man by bleacher report i was pretty shocked you know um it kind of just came on it came i I feel like we've kind of knew KP wasn't going to stay with the Mavs for long. Like, we just didn't know how it would go down. We didn't know it was like, okay, he was going to request a trade or, you know, like, we didn't know any of that. So, like, you know, just seeing that, I'm just like, wow, okay. Um, Dude, I've been a big fan. I've always been a fan of KP, man, no matter all all the hate I low-key kind of gave him. I've been a big fan of him. Like, we all when he first got into the league, uh, dude, everybody compared him to Dirk. Everybody compared him to Dirk, and it was so cool to see him and Dirk match up against each other in um, back when he was at New York, uh, when KP was in New York, and Dirk was still playing for the Mavs and everything like that. So, always been a good fan. And dude, kind of like what you said, David, when when uh, KP came, uh, I remember that trade because it was they tra- they traded KP for uh, who was that? Wasn't it Dennis? Dennis Smith Smith Jr. Jr. Yeah, it was Dennis Smith Jr. DeAndre and, Jordan too. And DeAndre Jordan. Yes. And DeAndre Jordan. And I remember, you know, um, I remember thinking like, oh snap, like why'd they give away Dennis Smith and DeAndre Jordan? But like him, KP and Luca, first of all, they were pretty cool. Like, you know, when, when KP joined and then, you know, that big, they wanted to make like a big three with Luca, Bobon and KP, like, me personally, that would have been a really awesome, um, um, just a really awesome, just an awesome team, man. But you know, I feel like kind of what you said, dude. Like KP was, you know, he was starting to get there, but I think it was just honestly a little bit just too late, uh, a little bit too late. Um, but yo, um, that's it, guys. I got one quick question for you. Uh, you don't got to give me all the details, but I just want to ask you, uh, Zach, we're going to start with you first, my guy. Um, Super Bowl, who's coming out? Get the, get the, get the gat. Joey Burrow, finna winner. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Joey, 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 shiesty. Joey Burrow. The Bengals, easily. Okay. okay. On a field goal. From Evan McPherson. Okay. Evan McPherson's field goal, right? McCookie, what do you think, bro? Well, that Come was on! Annoying. 
<laughs> Come on. Is, I mean, whoever wins, I'm going to be happy for that team. But, uh, you know, last time I, last time I chose the team that I didn't want to win, and that didn't turn out too good for me. Uh, the the 49ers came on top of came out on top of the the Cowboys, but this I hear, time I hear I hear it I hear it time, coming. This time, I'm taking Highland Park's very own Matthew Stafford. I think he's got it in him to lead this Los Angeles Rams team to a championship. Um, I I just think they have all the pieces. They're a more complete team uh, offensively and defensively. So that's that's my take. Um, you can you can come back at me if you want next week. I'm I'm ready for all criticism. Okay. You want all this Yo. smoke in this cigar? Thank you for um, putting me in the middle. Uh, now I got you know got Zach with the Bengals winning and um, McCookie with the Rams winning. Dude, honestly, uh, my answer is gonna be. Bengals. Yes! Oh, no! Yes! What's wrong with you? Yeah! I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. I'm an okay fan with Joe Burrow, but he's a little bit too cocky for me. Uh, but, man, uh, I think the Bengals are going to win. Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. And, honestly, I would not be surprised if the Rams won. I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me at all because Rams can do it. The Rams that we've seen this year can do it. So, uh, man, you guys have been awesome today, guys. Thank you guys so much uh, just for listening to us and everything like that. Make sure you go and follow us on Instagram. Tweet us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and listen to us on Spotify, guys. We have so much to talk about coming up. Have an awesome, awesome evening and happy Valentine's Day. Peace out.